You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow! Ow! Some things never change, like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on, and Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. P- please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Love Talk Radio. Good evening, 
welcome to Blessing by Grace Radio. Tonight is Thursday, the 16th, 2017 of November. Tonight we're in the Apple Valley Studio with the critically acclaimed founder, overseer, and pastor of the Great All Nations, Pentecost Church of Jesus Christ, Dr. Alfred Morton. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight is the Thursday night Food for the Soul Bible Study Session. We will be praying for you. Letting you know what thus saith the Lord tonight. So we want you to know that here at Blessings by Grace Radio Hour, we love you, we love you, we love you. Tonight is Thursday night Bible study. We will be talking about a topic, giving you what the good word of the Lord is tonight. And like I said, he's always praying for you. All the time he's praying, praying, praying that the Lord blesses you and intercedes in your life like never before. You will get a topic that I want you to study it. So this is where you're spiritually fed from week after week after week, from Thursday to Thursday. These messages resonate and they spiritually feed it. Come back the next week, learn something different and new. Spiritually feed off it again and again and again. This is God's purpose and destiny. So if you've never heard us before live, call in 818-668-5428. If you are in the United States, you can call. If you're out of the country, well, you are welcome to listen to us every Thursday live. Go on your internet and listen like you always do. Thank you again. We love you. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Alpha Moore. God bless. God bless you tonight in Radio Land. Amen. This is Dr. Moore coming to you tonight. Amen. Again, for food for thoughts tonight. Thank you, my announcer, amen, for bringing us on tonight. We humbly, amen, accept it, amen, and we give all praise, give all praise unto the Lord. And certainly praise the Lord, as my announcer has said, we, we thank God for all of you that is participating in, and, and, and encouraging us, amen, is to constantly go forth in the word of God. We are going to, amen, get right into the word of the Lord tonight because this is the day the Lord has made, and it says, let us be glad and rejoice there in it. Now, amen, we don't have to understand it, but amen, let's just be glad because the word of God says to us, let's, let us be glad and rejoice there in it. We're going to uh, St. John tonight, chapter 3, 1 to 9 in First Corinthians. Amen, uh, 6, 9 through 11. And we are going to read, amen, from St. John 3, 1 through 9. And there was a man of the Pharisees that named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and says unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher, comes from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou dost, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Truly, truly, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus says unto him, How can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? 
Jesus answers, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto thee, you must be born again. The wind blows where it listens. And thou hearest the sound thereof, but cannot tell whence it comes and whether it goes. So everyone that is born of the Spirit, Nicodemus answered and says, unto him, how can these things be? Second Corinthians 6, 9, and 11, verse 9, it says, Know ye not that the unrighteous should not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived. Fornicators, no idolaters, no adulterers, no emanators, no abusers of themselves with mankind, no thieves, no covenants, no drunkenness, no railings, or extortionists shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you. But you are washed, but you are sanctified, but you are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. We're going to talk to you tonight, amen, on these scriptures tonight. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus a ruler of the Jews. I know possibly we have heard this story over and over again. But even as Nicodemus was, he was among the Sanhedrin, and that was a court that had knowledge of what the law really was. And he was a ruler that meant he was over God's peoples. He was a ruler of the Jews. And he was also a Pharisee that came to Jesus by night. We don't know why he came to Jesus by night, but he came to Jesus by night. We don't know whether it had anything to do with his status of being an important man, belonged to the Sanhedrin, and didn't want them to know that he come to Jesus because he was a ruler. But he came to Jesus by night and said, "We know that thou, are, uh, we know that thou are a teacher. We know that you are a teacher. We can listen to your words, and and we can tell that you have been schooled by somebody." We know that you are a teacher that come from God. You come from capital G-O-D, not a small G-O-D-S, but you come from capital G-O-D. 
of God. For no man can do these miracles. He had seen Jesus do miracles that thou dost except God be with him. It piqued his curiosity about Jesus. And I'm sure, amen, in the audience that he was in, the council that he was in, he had heard of many stories, amen, about different people, amen, but he had never quite seen nobody like Jesus. And Jesus answered and said unto him, truly, truly, verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, except a man be born again. Now, this was not only referring a man to Nicodemus because he was the ruler of the Jews, but this is talking to every individual that has been born upon the face of the earth understands what this means. A man must be born again. Surely Nicodemus, amen, thought that he was possibly all right with God, amen. He just wanted to understand him that much more. But it was something missing in Nicodemus' life. Knowing what the law was, praise the Lord, and understood the law, but he missed something. He missed something during the study of the law. Like, amen, many times we read our Bibles and we miss the same. Carnality, our carnal nature, our carnal mind can make us miss a lot of spiritually attributes. the necessity of a new birth. It is, it is a, it, 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 a new birth is a necessity, not only in Nicodemus' time, but in our day and time, if we're going to see the Lord, if we're going to, amen, enter into his kingdom, we must be born again. That is, amen, there's a process of change must come in our lives. The teaching of Christ, the new birth was necessary for all men. This new birth that we're talking about, it is, it, 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 it is necessary for all mankind if they're going to meet our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we must be born again. A definition, amen, of a new birth is it was it is it is commanded it is commanded, amen, is to repent. Every man, every every young man, every old man, every boy, every girl must repent of our sin. That's a commandment. It's a commandment to be baptized. And that's not just any baptize any baptism. But it's commanded for us to be baptized in the name of Jesus. And then it's the promise of the Holy Ghost. The Lord promised 
us the Holy Ghost. The results of the new birth, the old life, the past away. It's a new life that we will venture into. All things pass away. Old things pass away. And behold, all things now come to be new. We, we, we don't think on the same terms or speak the terminology that we did. When we were speaking in the old language, we have a new terminology we speak now in Christ Jesus. It was easy to be a Pharisee back in the days of Jesus Christ. It was very easy to be a Pharisee, but difficult to be a disciple. It was easy to be a Pharisee, but it was difficult to be a disciple. It has not changed, amen, in our modern time that we are living in now. It's easy to be a Pharisee, but, amen, it is difficult to be a disciple because when you are a disciple, you got to please Jesus. The Pharisees required only the exterior of keeping the law, the outward appearance, looking good on the outside, looking like I'm saved because I'm dressed up in some type of ornament that make me look sanctimonious or sanctified. That's what the Pharisee was after, looking good on the outside. But my brothers and sisters, I want to say I have nothing against the order of the clergyman, amen, and what they wear and the robe. They are beautiful. I love them. But a robe will not save you. You are not saved because you can put on some fancy robe or put on a bishop cap. You are not saved. That does not save you. But the Pharisee wanted to have this exterior, amen, uh, looking good from the outside. While being a disciple of Christ meant loving God. Amen. It's a different amen looking good on the outside and don't have the love of Jesus on on the inside. When you have the love of Jesus, which come from the inside, you have been disciplined by Jesus himself. You have been trained by Jesus himself. And by this all men shall know that you are my disciples if you have love one for another one. With all their heart and with all of our souls, a disciple love the Lord with all of their heart and with all of our soul and with all of our mind and with all of our strength. Read Mark 12 and 30. It also means loving thy neighbor as ourselves. Mark 12 and 31. Now this is this tell you, amen, have, have you made a change when you come to Jesus Christ? If you can't love your neighbor as you love your own self and you say that you are a disciple of Jesus Christ, 
You have not come into the full knowledge of what it means to be a disciple. All things have not come to be new with you. You are not a complete new creature in Christ Jesus. You've got to love your neighbor as you love your own self. Before this thing came up about being born again, that was a hard thing to do. But when we know what it means to be born again, it means, amen, that we, 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 we are a new creator. We are a new creature in Christ Jesus. Now, though the Pharisees, they were mystical about keeping the law to the letter. They, they, amen, they, they kept the law to the letter. Marchmas, amen. They, 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 they could uphold you in the law because they knew what the law was. And to keep the law, amen, uh, keep the law, it reminded a serpent's experience of them. Amen. This was on the outside. It was just a, a serpent's experience of them. Then I'm keeping the law. I can't break this law. They never allowed the spirit of the law to penetrate their carnal nature. They never allow the spirit of the law to penetrate their nature. Their, their nature, amen, was carnal. A carnal-minded man cannot please the Lord. We have, amen, a lot of carnality, amen, in Christianity, amen, and, is, and it does not please the Lord. These Pharisees, they wouldn't allow, amen, the Spirit of God to penetrate them because of their carnal nature. Keeping the law by the letter and not by the Spirit, let them remain proud. Amen. They, they could still claim that they were Pharisees and they had a proud spirit. They were religious people. And I love the Lord. Nothing has changed today. We have this same proud Pharisee spirit in our land today. They say, amen, that they love God, and they are holding the law. But they have this proud look about them, which God hates. They have lustful, and they have greed among them. Because it's an exterior spirit. It's, it's just on the outside. It's nothing, amen, is in the inside. It, 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 they are empty on the inside. But they want to put on this parade and this show, amen, to, to the public or to the world, amen. I, I, I know who God is. When we know who God is, there is a change in our lives. There's a great change. In all of our lives, when we have experienced the love of who Jesus Christ really is, they knew nothing about or inwardly. Pureness or justice. They didn't know nothing about our inwardly pureness or justice. 
They kept it, amen, to the law, to the letter, the law to the letter. They were far. But they didn't know anything about this inward appearance of justice, of mercy and faith. They didn't know anything about God's mercy and God's faith. Jesus pointed out that insomuch as God made man and expect and expected him to keep his outward appearance clean. Now, amen, the Lord made man, and God expected, amen, for man to keep his outward appearance clean. Yes. All the hard saying that Jesus spake, the harder was directed at the Pharisee. Now, you've got a Pharisee spirit, and you say that you are a Christian. I'm, I will pray with you right now. Get rid of that spirit because a Pharisee spirit is not of Jesus Christ. After one such discussion, Jesus asked them a sober question. How can you escape the damnation of hell? How can you escape the damnation of hell? Matthew 23 and 33. If you don't do what I say do, and I'm talking about Jesus, how can you escape the damnation of hell? Because apparently they didn't understand what the law really was. The Old Testament, it was a schoolmaster to bring us unto the knowledge of who Jesus Christ was. So if you really understood what you were reading, you would have understood the mercy and the grace of the Lord and the love of Jesus Christ. But apparently somewhere Satan has tricked their mind and they didn't understand that value of what Jesus was trying to tell them because they wanted the exterior to shine and not the interior. Perhaps it was this question that touched Nicodemus and led to come to Jesus by night seeking the answer to his need. It was then that Jesus pointed him and all who seek to enter the kingdom of God to an experience deeper than the exterior richness. Jesus was showing him something, amen, that's deeper than the exterior and the riches and the formality that people carry on saying that they are religious. He said, Mama, not that I say unto thee, you must be. You must be. It's no way around it. You must be born again. I'm certain, amen, this pricked the Nicodemus heart, and he was trying to figure out what in the world is this teacher that comes from God is trying to tell me. I have been born of my, from my mother's womb. Now I'm an old man. And you telling me that 
I must be born again. That's a carnality mind. That's that's a carnal nature. Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. God is a spirit, and they that worship him, they must worship him in spirit and in truth. The necessity of a new birth. A person problem was sin began at his birth. Sin didn't begin, amen, when we, when we were growing up, praise the Lord, and we emptied into sin was at our birth. David said, I was shaped in iniquity. And in sin did my mother conceive me. In my mother's womb, I was in sin. Psalm 51 and 5. Yes, young people, in your mother's womb, when you were innocent in that womb, you were still in sin. And just as we were in sin, Born in sin, we're going to have to be born out of sin. The very nature and heart of a man is at immunity with God. Amen. They are enemies. The very nature and the heart of man is immunity with God. They, they, your nature and God's nature is an enemy, immunity against each other. They don't like each other. Because our nature, mankind nature, is sinful. Our nature likes to sin because that is our nature. And Jesus seen, amen, that that nature was no good. It, it, It had no place in his kingdom. So therefore, a man must change his nature and be born again. From the depths of his fallen nature, a person has propensity towards sin, such as murdering, adultering, fornicators, thieves, False witness, blaspheming. Matthew fifteen nineteen. These things that make man sinful and unacceptable with the holy God cannot wash off with soap and water. You can't wash these things off with soap and water. I don't care what kind of bathing solution that. You bathe in, you can't wash away murder, adultery, fornication. And they don't mix with your holy God, amen, that you are serving. The thing that, amen, makes man sinful and unacceptable. With the Holy God cannot be washed off with soap and water. Man is not a sinner by accident. Oh no, we were no, we were not no sinner by accident. 
There is a law in his members, or in your mind. There's a law in your mind. Warring against the law of his mind and bringing him into captivity to the law of sin and death. Romans chapter 7 and 23. The teaching of Jesus, amen, will help us. St. John 3 and 3 says, And Jesus answered and said unto him, Truly, truly, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Unless you be born again, you can't see the kingdom of God. God's kingdom. You won't be able to see it except you be born again. It is a king that reigns in his kingdom or his domain. Jesus, as the author and the finish of our faith, he provided a way for us to escape the dominion of sin through the gospel. Jesus made a way for all believers to escape from hell through the gospel. If the gospel we preach be here, it is here to those that are lost. Because Jesus made a way for all of us to accept this rich gospel. This good news. Oh, we don't realize how good a news the gospel is because, amen, that good news can save you from your sin, can save your soul. The same Bible that, amen, you got laying around on your table or put up in some drawer somewhere, amen, that you don't hardly pull out. That is the greatest news, amen, that you have. You have it right before you right beside you, and sometimes we still don't want to read it. But we want to show an outward appearance. I, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a good person. Your, good, your, good, your goodness as a good person has nothing to do with your salvation to Jesus Christ. You can be good, morally, and still go to hell. You must be born again. The gospel was designed to reach as deeply as the stain of sin. And the stain of sin, amen, was from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. Well, the gospel was designed, amen, is to reach from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. Since man's problem was sin, it began at birth. That is where the gospel begins its work in a man's life, at birth. It starts at birth when, when you're just a little child. That's when sin starts, right there. That nature, that nature, you don't, you don't have to teach a child to do wrong. It's automatically in that child. That child's going to do wrong. But as we see it grow, we teach it to do what's right. 
That is where the gospel began it. It is not another nature, a natural birth, as Jesus explained to Nicodemus, but a new birth of the spirit. You got to be born spiritually now. You were born earthly. Now you got to be born spiritually. Yes, you came out of your mother's womb. That was fleshly. Now, amen, you need to let Jesus birth you through his spirit. What is born of the flesh is again come to be flesh. And another nature will not solve the problem of sin. What is needed is a new birth. We need a, a new birth to be born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but the will of God. God's will. We need a, a next amen that God's will can be done in our own mortal life that we live in right now. A man, a woman must be born again. It is necessary for the new birth of Jesus Christ. The natural man has no spiritually inheritance. But the new birth places us in a spiritual family of God or showing us of an inheritance through Jesus Christ. John 3, 7 says, Marvel not that I say unto thee, you must be born again. Every one of us that don't know Jesus, you must be born again. Except you can be born again. He identifies the problem of all men. The strong rebuking that Jesus gave to the Pharisees was not because none of them were sincerely in their religious. All you have is amen. Some of somebody, amen, in that organization, amen, uh, in that segment, they were sincerely in what they believed in. But you know, sincere is not enough. You know the devil believed, he believed in Jesus, but he stands fear and trembling, but he believed. The devil believed, amen, much more than many of us do. But just because he believed, it, it, it doesn't change his nature. He's still sinful. And what I'm trying to say, just because you believe, it's not enough. You must be born again. That Jesus gave to them Pharisees was not because none of them was sincerely in their religious. On the contrary, the evidence in the scripture indicates that many of them were very sincere. Can you think about it today? As we're living in the 21st century, as knowledge has opened up 
Many folks is very sincerely about their belief in Jesus and have not yet experienced being born again. How sad it is for many to claim, I, I love the Lord and have never experienced of being born again. People in going to their church, people in supporting their church, and still have not been born again. The rebuke can become the system of religious and try to cope with sin by legalism, rulers teaching that outward obedience to the rule equates righteousness. Long as you have that outward appearance and, and you you look good on the outside, it, it, it equates with righteousness. You're all right with God. Don't let the devil fool you. A man can dress up a man in one of the finest suits that there is. That doesn't change his heart. You can put on one of the most beautiful robes that there is, and you can be educated, and that don't change your heart. That don't mean you know Jesus. The Apostle Paul, who were a Pharisee, Paul was a Pharisee. He addressed the universal problem of sin when he wrote, For all have sinned and came short of the glory of God. Romans, the third chapter, verse 28. We all have sinned and we have come short of the glory of God. We were born in sin. We must be born out of sin. In order to see the kingdom of, of heaven, amen, we are the kingdom of God. We must be born out of sin. Paul says in the sixth chapter of Romans, I believe, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abide? God forbids us. God forbids us. Once he has cleansed us from our sin, we shall not continue willingly to do wrong. Hell then enlarged itself because some people they may just want to show the outward appearance of what religion is. But you must be born again. That thing got to come from your heart. This is a story of all men until they come to the Lord Jesus and experience the new birth. Every good religious person must be born again. It doesn't make any difference, amen, how religious you are, how long you've been in a sanctuary, amen, in a temple, amen. It don't make any difference. You must be born again. And just going to church does not make you born again. I hear so many people, I went to church. You went to church, but did anything change? You doing the same thing that, amen, uh, you were done before you went to church. Nothing has changed. 
You just went to a building where people are gathered at. But you need to be born again. When you're born again, then, amen, things change in your life. That's what the Lord, amen, was trying to get Nicodemus to see. The definition, amen, of the new birth. One thing Jesus made clear in the face that men are not saved without being spiritually regenerated. You got to be spiritually regenerated in order, amen, that you can confess salvation. You got to be spiritually reborn. Now, when a person is spiritually reborn again, you can be you you can bet this, amen. There is a change in your life and in your nature when you truly have been born again. There is a great change. They must be born again. They oh. important question that has been asked by more than one such and so is what must I do? What must I do to be saved? What must I do? That question came up in the Philippian jail. The jail had experienced, amen, an earthquake. And fear came on him. He said, what must I do? Apostle Paul gave him that answer. He told him to repent. The scripture plainly, amen, simply, and effectively answered, amen, this question about repent. And be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Repent, repent. The first thing, amen, is for you to do if you have not done it. That is to repent. Repent. Repent of your sins. You can't repent for nobody else. You can't forgive nobody else. Amen. Think about yourself. you got to repent for you. Repent of your sins. And be baptized. You got to be buried in water, not submerged, not sprinkled, amen. But you got to be buried, amen, in water. It is essential is to be buried in water. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name. You got to go down in the proper name. You got to go down in the proper name. If you have not been down in the proper name, amen, read your scripture. Ask the Lord to open up your understanding. He said, go into the world and preach the gospel. Baptize them, I in, in the name of Jesus. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Holy Ghost. He said, baptize them in the name. Not of the name, but in the name. The name is Jesus. Who saved you from your sin? Who died on the cross of Calvary? Who's coming back at you? It ought to be plain today. It is Jesus. So we got to be baptized 
in the name of Jesus for the remission of our sin, of, of, for the forgiveness of our sins. Don't be like the Pharisees. Don't be too proud. Don't be too stubborn-hearted. When you find the light, walk there in it. You may have been walking in darkness for I don't know how many years, but amen. When you find the light, walk there in the light. Come out of darkness. Some of us are too stubborn. We're too proud. We will stay, amen, in that stagnant spirit of what we call religion, and we will die, amen, under those circumstances because we're too proud to say, I made a mistake all of these years. Now I've seen the light. And you don't want your members, your parishioners to say that they have come to the light of the knowledge of Jesus. It's a shame. When you come to the light, my children, walk there in it. Jesus Christ is that light. Repent. And be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins, for the forgiveness of your sins. Amen. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, according to Acts 2 and 30. You shall. It's a guaranteed thing. If you obey the commandments of the Lord, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. He said, well, I don't repent it. Why well, I need to give to the Holy Ghost? Repent of the amen is that you confess to Jesus and you ask him to forgive you for all of your sins. The Holy Ghost is to restore you with power. You need some power. Command to repent. Amen. In Luke, amen, 18, I mean, 13 and 5, it says, I tell you, nay, but except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. If you don't repent, if you are listening to my voice tonight and you know that you are in sin and you don't repent in your sin, you're going to perish in your sin. But you don't have to perish. You can repent. And you're not repenting to no man or no woman. You are repenting to your Savior. Your Savior come in the form and the likeness of a man, but your Savior was God Almighty. You are repenting to your maker. He is the only somebody that can forgive you for your sins. C.S. Lewis says that repentance is not something God demands of you before he will take you back. It is simply a description of what's going to what's going to back it is like. Think thinking Thinking of people that is repentant. Think of people that repentant. Jesus shed tears. Think of people that repent. Just shedding tears is not repentant. 
not just because you feel, amen, guilty in your little heart, amen, and you go to crying, amen, that, that is not repentance. It may be a beginning, it is on a breakthrough, but that's not repentance. A person must think to repent. You must think of, Lord, I have sinned before you. You are my maker. You are my creator. You got to think of, I done, I done did wrong before my Savior. Think on it. It's too many of us, amen, want to repent, but we don't want to think of why we repent. I'm guilty. I am guilty. Standing before a holy God, I am guilty, and I need to repent. I need to ask him to forgive me. That is to the universe tonight. If you have not already done it, amen, you need to ask the Lord is to forgive you, forgive you. If you're going to enter into his kingdom, you must repent. If you don't repent, you are going to perish in your sin, children. Now, hell already enlarged itself, and it's still enlarging itself because that same thing, mankind will not repent. God is not going to run out of room, amen, so hell's going to get broader and broader. But, amen, he don't want you to perish. He really wants you to be saved. He wants you to acknowledge your sin. Before him, we we we're living in 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 a late in hour of the day, and mankind takes my spirit back, Amen, to Egypt, where Pharaoh would not let God people go. And you know what? They didn't want to go as much as they was down there crying. Many of us, amen, we don't want to repent. We hollering, amen, it's bad. And I know if I don't repent, I won't be saved. But many of us, amen, don't want to stop what we have done. We don't want to change. We don't want to change. But repentance will bring you to a new avenue, a new adventure in Christ Jesus that you have not experienced before. Repent and be baptized, every one of you. In the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins. He must think about God and his goodness. He must think about his future and his destiny. I thought on my way and turned my feet into the testimony. I made haste. And delayed not to keep thou commandments. Psalms, amen, 119 and 59 and 60. I made haste. I got in a hurry when I understood what it meant that I had to be born again. I had to be changed, amen. I got in a hurry. I'm asking you tonight, amen, you, 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 all over the land. Get in a hurry. Jesus is coming. But you're going to have to repent. You don't want to see him if you haven't repented. You won't be able to stand to look upon his face if you have not repented. The kind of thinking 
which constitute repentance, requires honesty. You've got to be honest in your heart. It requires courage. I'm coming to the Almighty. It requires faith in the Savior. You've got to have faith in the Savior. Our Savior is Jesus Christ. Repent. It is not necessary for the Lord to reveal our sins to others, for us to repent. The Lord ain't going to tell nobody else about your sin. All he wants you to do is, is, is repent for yourself. Amen. You talking about uh, somebody can keep a secret. God can keep a secret. But he wants you to repent. We know our wrong without the Lord ever showing anyone. And we alone must repent of those sins. My beloved, my time is out on me tonight. God bless you. I just want to express a man uh, experiencing the new birth. Uh, we're going to continue that on next week, praise the Lord, because, amen, somebody don't know they need to be born again. This is Dr. Moore and the staff saying tonight, God bless you. We love you until next week. Back into the hands of my announcement. That was good. Good evening. You guys heard it. He'll be back next week, so come back on with us on the air next week. We shall be back. Good night, everybody. We love you. We love you. We love you. If you're a part of the crew, we'll see you on Sunday. If we don't see you on Sunday, we're still praying for you. We know that God is going to intercede. And just remember, he loves you. He loves you. God loves you more than you'll ever know. Don't forget to tune in on Wednesdays at 9.30 to 10.30. That is our prayer session. So if you know anybody who could use some prayer, do not hesitate to call in. Good night, everybody. We love you. Join Planet Fitness now through March 16th and get the PF Black Card for zero enrollment in $22.99 a month. You'll enjoy an upgraded experience with tons of perks. Like access to more than 2,000 locations worldwide? Yep. Super soothing hydro massage chairs? Yes. Can I bring a friend every time? Sure. Can my friend be a horse? Mm, nay. Uh, sorry. Get the PF Black Card and feel fitacular. Zero enrollment, $22.99 a month. Deal ends March 16th. See Club for details. Join Planet Fitness now through March 16th and get the PF Black Card for zero enrollment and $22.99 a month. You'll enjoy an upgraded experience with tons of perks. Like access to more than 2,000 locations worldwide? Yep. Super soothing hydro massage chairs? Yes. Can I bring a friend every time? Sure. Can my friend be a horse? Mm, nay. Uh, sorry. Get the PF Black Card and feel fitacular. Zero enrollment, $22.99 a month. Deal ends March 16th. See club for details.